everyone, this is Florence Bremer. Welcome to Florence Legally Brunette presents the Bonafide Legal Podcast. Bonafide Legal Podcast is a weekly podcast to help attorneys and business owners with time management and lifestyle tips. As everyone in the world knows, we are dealing with the COVID-19 crisis. My last episode was a 16-minute episode where I think I sounded pretty frantic and had to do a super quick episode because I didn't have internet at my house and had to go to my office and just do a quick episode and had so much going on. So I wanted to give everyone some updates on what has been happening with my office and my personal life and also talk about some tips that may help you as well. They're tips that have been helping me as much as anything can help right now. So everyone knows we're dealing with the coronavirus, also known as COVID-19. It's affecting businesses, large and small alike. It's affecting people personally, and it's just a lot going on right now. Arizona is not a state that is requiring shelter in place. It is not required by the government. However, most businesses appear to be closed or significantly modified. And um, that includes grocery stores cutting hours, Home Depot cutting hours, um, restaurants not having people eat in the dining room, and everything has gone curbside and takeout. So when I last left you, I had no internet at my new house that I had moved into about a week and a half ago at this point. On Tuesday, I was able to get internet by having my daughter change her internet over to my house. And it was like the lights had come on. Having no internet was hilarious for a day or two. We were joking about it. We were... um, watching DVDs, we were spending like time together, and we couldn't get anything done. Uh, We burned through the data on our phones. And everything you need to do, especially in this time, is internet based, such as ordering things from Amazon, ordering groceries, working, online banking, And while we didn't have it, we were, like I said, watching a lot of DVDs, spending a a lot of time together. And now that we have it, it's, uh, we're still together all the time because we're all under the same roof. My, all my daughters, including the two adult ones and my grandson and my daughter's husband, and then my little daughter as well. So with the internet, I'd noticed that we're not together as much. People are kind of breaking off and Uh, doing any work that they need to do or streaming something on their laptop. So we're not together every second, but we're still, you know, having these communal meals and, um, and getting together in the morning for coffee. But we can actually get business done. As I record this, I'm recording in my new studio, which is my closet at my new house. So with COVID-19, over the last week, I've scheduled, I've settled into the following schedule. I've kept a, a pretty good routine going. 
So I work from home in the very early morning. I've been getting up about six. I have coffee with whoever wakes up early while I'm working at the kitchen table. I also have a built-in desk in the kitchen, and it's so nice. It's next to the coffee machine, and I'll either work at the kitchen table or pull the chair over to the built-in desk and just work. Then I take a shower, and part of my routine is a hot shower every day and nonstop hand washing. My hands are so dry, I think they would light on fire. But it's the way that they say to stay safe. So then after I get dressed, and I'll have to admit, it's not been pretty. I have been wearing a lot of leggings and t-shirts and sweatshirts and just calling it a day. Last week, one of the days, I put on a pair of jeans and some flats. And my whole family was like, why do you look so nice? Why are you all dressed up? And it was such not a dressed up outfit, but I wanted to feel like a little bit more human than the leggings and t-shirts. So then I'll go, after I get dressed, I go into my office and I do telephonic meetings and court appearances, go through my mail and meet with our legal, meet with my legal assistant. My office is on lockdown. Only two people are coming into the office, myself and my legal assistant, who's also my sister-in-law. It's locked to the public otherwise. My associate has been working from home, and uh, she has little kids, so she needs to work from home. So I've been communicating by email and text and phone with her throughout the week. Then after I kind of get through whatever I need to get through at the office, then I go to my old house and I fill up my car with more things. And I'm also and I also do laundry. Up until last night, we didn't have a washer and dryer at the new place. So I've been going to the old place to do laundry. A bit of a pain, but like, you know, in the big scheme of things, not terrible. And we still have things at our old house because the move has definitely been delayed. The very, very first day that we got the house... We had some helpers and loaded up all the big things like the beds. And throughout the last two weeks, I've been going to the old house and grabbing things that I can take care of. My kitchen things, my clothes, um, small household things, books, you know, anything that I can do that lightens the load for the guys in my life. Now my house has kind of gotten to the point where There's not too much more that I can do. I can maybe grab a couple more handfuls of things, but now what's left is my husband's tools, which he's going to have to do, and um, some pieces of furniture, not the heavy stuff. Thank goodness the heavy stuff is here, and just the smaller stuff is, is left, like, you know, dressers and nightstands, things like that. My bedroom at my new house is hilarious. Literally, the only piece of furniture in the room is a bed. My husband, it's been growing on my husband. He likes it. He's like, I like just having a a bed. He goes, it makes me feel like it's a palace. So that's funny. Um, Then I will come home after I fill up my car with more things and do the laundry. I come to my new house 
I unload and unpack everything. I'll tell you the good thing about doing it that way, like having that as a luxury, is that when I get home with a carload of things, the thing that I do is just put it all away. I don't leave it in boxes. I don't leave it in my car. I put it away. And so the house is getting organized little by little, and we're not living out of boxes. Generally, what I've done also um, in the afternoon is I'll take my grandson for a walk. I'll put him in the stroller and walk around my neighborhood. This has really been my only exercise. In the past few months, I was doing a boot camp and a yoga class. And of course, that has gone away. So now I'm doing these walks. And I think the move, I'm counting the moving as exercise. In the last week, I looked at my steps. And most days I was doing like 13,000 steps because of all the moving and going from place to place that I was doing. I think at some point I need to incorporate some at-home yoga. There's plenty of things you can do in terms of uh, YouTube videos. I have some really nice DVDs that I enjoy and um, start doing some at-home yoga class. But everything's kind of, you know, up in the air and crazy right now. So I haven't gotten there yet. As much as I am stressed about this whole event, sometimes I think maybe this whole shutdown of everything is a blessing in disguise for me personally. It's been very helpful for getting that new house organized because I'm not in court every day and I'm at the office for limited hours. Another thing that I've been doing as part of these this organizing and basically doing a self-isolation is I'm finding stuff that I have and using it. Um, things like lotions for facials, um, perfumes that I'd been saving. Even though I'm not going anywhere, I think, why am I saving this perfume? Why don't I enjoy it? I'm finding books that I own that I haven't read or started and didn't um, finish. So I'm going back to these books. I'm also finding as I'm uh, bringing food over that I have things like cake mixes where I've bought them and haven't had time to make the cake. So I'm trying to also use what I have as well, especially since groceries are kind of limited. In terms of entertainment and also getting information, I've been relying on podcasts quite a bit. I listen to the Adam Carolla show every day, and I still listen to the Film Vault, uh, their weekly podcast. So the Adam Carolla show keeps me up on the news, but they're still doing humor in it and still having guests. So it's it's still keeping me informed, but giving me a little bit of a break. So I know I've recommended this podcast in the past, and I recommend it again. I've been enjoying the film vault as usual. They talk about a lot of things that they've been talking about in the last couple of weeks is things to stream, uh, movies that they have found on Netflix or Hulu, or any of the new movies that you can purchase that you can't go to the movies and see, but you can 
get them on video on demand, things that they've seen that may be worth your money. At night, I, as part of my routine, I have dinner. I've been taking a bath almost every night. I collapse into bed and then repeat. Until the next week and a half, I have no in-person court hearings. I'm, it, and I also think that's kind of a wait and see. I don't know if as we get to the first week of April when I'm scheduled for an in-person court hearing, if it's really going to happen. I'll tell you another thing about this crisis. It sure clears out your social calendar. I had so many things that I had been scheduled to do in terms of lawyer uh, get-togethers, son's games for the rest of the season, a bunch of other things, and all of that has gone away. And despite all this, I'm exhausted. There's so much to do with trying to keep the house clean and trying to keep the office afloat. So to give you some information on how the courts are doing, they're not working at capacity for sure. Everything that I had in the last week was vacated or changed to telephonic. And things that I have in the next month, month and a half, have been, are getting pushed out to the summer. My next in-person court hearing is scheduled for April 7th. Again, I think that's more of a wait and see. I feel I would be surprised if that happened, but I don't know. It's really, really, it's day by day. And the courts are issuing orders on a daily basis about how they are modifying things. As we speak right now, I have a jury trial scheduled for April 20th. And on Friday, we had a pretrial conference. And I just figured the court would push it off. But the court said juries are coming back on April 20th. But the court is planning to call less people so that there's not a jury room jam-packed with people. So there'll be less of a jury pool. And criminal cases will have a priority. My case is civil. The judge felt like it wasn't happening, but what he decided to do was he's having us touch base in two weeks to see what's happening. I was actually a little surprised at the optimism, but there is definitely a wait-and-see approach on many hearings. So while things are not running at capacity, how am I coping? I'm just trying to stay on top of it all and just stay very organized. Like right now with not needing to be in court every single second. I'm working my hardest to stay up to date on emails and phone calls. That has stayed pretty busy, obviously, because people can get a hold of you um, that way. I've been a little surprised that some people have wanted to get into court right away or have wanted to come in for an in-person meeting but with having a baby in the house I just feel like I need to self-isolate so I'm not doing anything in person um, right now I'm using the date of April 8th with really a wait and see approach I feel like the information is day by day minute by minute my calendar is constantly changing. I'm getting new updates every day on vacated and converted hearings. I'm also working weird hours for sure. And I'm trying to keep up on my personal stuff like moving, the mail, 
paying bills, and just trying to stay organized so that when things do go back to a more normal state, that I'm organized to be able to handle it. Because I feel like at some point, the courts are going to say, all right, time to start coming in. And I'm going to have hearings that were moved from March and April to, let's say, May. And it's all going to hit at once. I'll tell you what else I've been doing on from like a, a hygiene and beauty standard. I had a hair appointment scheduled for next week. And I had it scheduled for I had to schedule it like a month in advance. My my stylist was very, very busy. Now, unfortunately, um, she's let me know that she's not so busy. And she would still do my hair appointment, but I decided to go ahead and cancel it just to be safe. Just again, like really, really working on the self-isolation. My daughter dyed my hair. <laughs> uh, we went and bought a box of dye. I hadn't used box dye in probably... I got to say over 10 years. And uh, we dyed my hair in the yard, put a chair in the rocks. So if the dye dripped down, it just hit the rocks. And it turned out pretty good. And then I gave myself a little trim to my ends. I just dried my hair and looked at the very ends and just cut off like the littlest bit that you can imagine. It was the smallest, tiniest pile of hair when I got done. But at least I feel like I freshened it up a little bit. It's not, it's not bad, actually. I was actually pretty happy with it. Also, at this time, I'm not doing any nail appointments. Um, my pedicure is kind of holding up. And I've been wearing a lot of socks and slippers to make it last as possible. But along with my hands, my feet are really dry. And um, I could really use a manicure. Like, my hands look terrible. I'm going to see if my, how my daughter feels about giving me a manicure later. So some other tips for coping. I've been reading a lot. And reading in the tub and going into this little uh, nook at my house and reading that has a nice amount of sunshine. And one book I've been reading is called Calm the Fuck Down. It's a book that I started several months ago. It was been sitting next to my bed ever since because I haven't had time for it. And it's been very helpful because obviously it's talking about calming down when there's a crisis. The book itself is... Um, no, it, it's centered towards crisis, crises where I feel like they were the types of crises that were so devastating, like three weeks ago, like if your luggage got lost at the airlines. And, and now a lot of that stuff, if there's any good that comes out of it, I feel like out of this, I feel like these are things that I can let go and be more calm about because it's not the type of crisis we're having now. But the tips are definitely applicable to what we're dealing with now. So I'd recommend that as a book. I've also been reading an attorney marketing book because who knows what's going to happen with everything in the next few weeks. So I need to think about some marketing. And um, I'm reading another book called The Lawyer, The Lion, and The Laundry, which is written by 
a woman attorney, and she just has really good tips about um, meditation and time for yourself. And again, written at a time and written with the mindset of a busy attorney lifestyle. But I'm taking the tips from the perspective of someone who is dealing in this crisis and how to deal with it. So that's kind of one of the benefits. I have these books that um, I've had forever and started them and never have been able to get to them. During the day, the um, in my living room with the TV, we kind of have kids' movies on just streaming throughout the day. So things you really don't need to watch. Like Frozen and Moana. Just kind of comforting. And it's good for the baby. Like, you know, he's sitting and watching as, as much as he sits and watch. He's, he's a very much an active little boy right now. So we're watching this stuff on Disney Plus and Netflix. Disney Plus has really been a, a streaming service that I have enjoyed. And on good news, if you have Disney Plus, the brand new movie, Pixar movie Onward, is going to be available April 3rd for free streaming on Disney Plus. So having these movies is kind of comforting just to have playing in the background and good for the baby. My kids and the baby did an art project at the table the other day, and I came down, and they were all sitting and painting and, and laughing, and that was nice. Trying to find the good amidst all of this is that I've been taking a lot of walks. The weather is beautiful right now. And when I'm outside, I see families on a group walk, families doing bike riding, flying kites. It's nice to see all these people out. I was a little bit surprised to see like hundreds of people at the park yesterday and wasn't really sure what their social distancing was. So that was a little surprising. But in terms of just seeing people out and about, I've seen lots of people walking. And when you pass them, you just give a friendly wave and a smile and, um, and, and just keep a distance. I wasn't, like I said, I'm not sure what was happening at the park, but in terms of just seeing people out and about, it does seem nice. Um, which leads me to a meme that I saw, which was one side of the meme was family without COVID-19. And it showed everyone with their faces on their phones. And then families with COVID-19. And it shows people flying kites and taking walks and playing board games. But I'll tell you what my favorite meme that I've heard about COVID-19 is. And it's just a statement of this episode of Black Mirror sucks. <laughs> and that cracked me up so much. Which also leads me to a tip of if you're looking for something to stream, go back and stream Black Mirror. They're like little um they're like little movies in a way. They're usually about an hour, an hour fifteen, and there's really good ones and it's a lot about like things in the future and how technology is affecting the world. Usually not in a good way because it's like a black mirror. It's like a twilight zone, but modern. 
So if you haven't seen that, I recommend it. And then that meme of this episode of Black Mirror Sucks will become very, very funny to you. We've been cooking like crazy. That's another thing that's been going on. It feels like we're cooking for an army. And between myself and my daughter, Lily, there's always something on the stove. And my sister-in-law, Renee, has been bringing dishes over or coming to my house and cooking dishes. And it feels like everyone's eating 10 times a day. And there's never enough food. So that's been one of the challenges. I don't know why it's felt like that. Um, you know, my my daughter made a pot of soup the other day. It was like gone instantly. She made chili. I made pasta. Like just it's nonstop like going through the food. Uh, another tip for COVID-19 and something that I'll share that we did. On Saturday, we had like a little party. And it was just the people who live in my house and then my sister-in-law and niece came over. We ordered food from Red Robin, which is can be expensive, but they were offering a 20% discount. So we um, ordered online. We tried to get it delivered, but delivery was like it was no go because I guess so many people are trying to get their food delivered. So we went and picked it up and, and that was fine. Um, we also ordered appetizers and a dessert also. And that was fun. Like as we were eating, we were all saying, this is so much fun. We sit, we stood around the counter and just ate. I also noticed a similar deal at Olive Garden where there's two entree, two entrees and salad and bread for $12.99. Another restaurant that I love, White Chocolate Grill, had half off. But we called yesterday to see if we could get a few things, and it was out of most of their dishes, so we ended up not doing that. But maybe they'll continue that at some point. After we ate Red Robin, finally it felt like everyone had had enough food. Then we decided to watch a movie, and we rented a movie um, that would be at the theaters if the theaters were open. It was called... The Hunt. It was horror, thriller, had dark humor, blink and you miss them cameos, and we liked it quite a bit. And if you get it, we got it from Amazon, but you can get it from other platforms as well, as well as other movies. And you get it for 48 hours, so people who didn't watch that night get to watch later. So for example, my daughter who's pregnant, she got about halfway through it, and then she was just exhausted. So she finished the rest of it up this morning. And my other daughter went to bed really early, so she's going to watch it in the next 24 hours or so. Another fun thing we did to try to make things a little bit lighter is we got curbside popcorn from Harkins Movie Theater. And my associate attorney told me that her and her family did that, and they had rented, um, oh gosh, the new movie with Harrison Ford, The Call of the Wild. And you pull up to the curb, and there's a couple employees standing outside with large bags of popcorn in a big sealed plastic bag. You buy the popcorn and they can also give you extra butter on the side as well. So that was a, it was a treat. And it was my sister-in-law and I that ran out and ran these errands. 
And it kind of gave us some levity, like, hey, we're out doing this. It, you know, just kind of felt good to be out. I will say the oddest thing I saw about Red Robin. So when we went to pick up our food, it was curbside. So we just waited in the car. And a guy came over right away and, you know, asked for our name. So that was easy. It wasn't like we were waiting forever. And there was about 10 other people waiting for orders. And what they all did was they parked, jumped out of their car, and stood right at the front door and were standing together in a clump of people. And the employees went inside to get bags. And there were people waiting outside. And so the two employees that were bringing out the food, they went inside. And then a bunch of people just barged into the restaurant. And you could see employees running up to them, kind of shaking their heads, obviously telling them that they couldn't be inside. So I thought that was so odd that, you know, I, I want contact with people too. I don't want it to be like this. But it just seemed odd that they would get out and, and stand and, and stand close to other people. I have a little bit of comic relief from the Red Robin pickup. When I gave my name, the employee said, so I said, my name's Florence. And he said, is that with an F or a PH? He was not joking. <laughs> and so for the rest of the night, I just was spelling my name with a PH. P-H-L-O-R-E-N-C-E. Just the funniest thing ever. At least there's a bit of levity. You got to find a bit of levity at time. In my podcast over the last couple of months, a thing that I really focused on was trying to get away from tech. And now I feel like I really need to embrace it because I need it to run my business. But I also encourage people, myself included, still try to get away from it because now that we need to rely on it so much, see if there's some things that you can do that can get you away from the technology a little bit. Read books, talk, board games. I'm going to share something that I had been thinking about for quite a while and something that grosses me out. And I don't know if it's really related to all of this, but, um, but I want to share it. So I never bring my phone into the bathroom with me. I think that is the grossest concept ever. And I hear people say all the time that they bring their phone into the bathroom. They play a game on their phone. They just have it near them. And Everyone has their phone all the time. And it, and it's th- something that you've heard before, that your phone just has like the most germs in the world. And I try to like, you know, I wipe my phone off a lot. I use the Clorox wipes on it, just trying to keep it clean. And I think that that is not the case for a lot of people. And when I went to Red Robin yesterday and all those people were standing together Each and every one of them had their phone in their hand and were just looking down at their phone. And I don't know what they were looking at. I don't know if they were watching a tracking of the order, which wasn't necessary because they were at Red Robin, or what they were doing. They were just had their phone in their hand and was staring down. And just be careful with that. Like, 
keep your phone clean and maybe don't have it with you as, as you know, 100% of the time. I have some other tips for handling stress during this crisis. And I've kind of gone over a little bit of them already, which is don't neglect the basics. So try to keep a routine. Sleep as much as you can. For most mornings in the last two weeks, I haven't been setting an alarm. I kind of naturally wake up at 6 or 630 because now that the sun is coming up earlier, I'm getting up earlier. But I'm going to bed, you know, usually not later than 10. There's been a couple days in the last week or so where I've gone to bed late because just of everything crazy with the move. But I've been really working hard on the sleep routine. Um, watch your diet, which me first on this. I have not been eating well. Uh, the other morning I got up and had a Pop-Tart for breakfast. <laughs> and um, just if I like need something quick, I've been eating things like a handful of Swedish fish. Um, this morning, I had some coffee and needed just like a little something in my stomach. I ate a pecan sandy from uh, Girl Scout cookies just so it hasn't been great. But do what you can. The other day, um, I made uh, a big salad and um, some veggie burgers. And I didn't eat one of the veggie burgers because, like I said, it just doesn't seem like there's enough food for the family. So I let everyone else have the veggie, the veggie burgers, and I just ate the salad. And it was good enough. Like, it was fine. So make sure that you're not eating as much junk. And again, me first, because it has not been pretty in the last two weeks. Exercise is important. And... Um, I've been doing as much as I can. The walks, I think, have been really, really good for me. I took a really long walk yesterday around my new neighborhood. I know I've always talked about in the past, I do this Saturday walk, and I have these trails that I love that are by my old house. And I don't, I really can't do those anymore. They've kind of gone away. And so I tried a new walk yesterday. It wasn't as satisfying as what I've done, I've done in the past, but I have some ideas for maybe some different walks that kind of incorporate where I walked before. I moved like a mile from where I am. So with a little bit of walking, I can kind of get back to those trails that I that I was at before. So explore your neighborhood and see what where there is that you can walk to. Take breaks throughout the day. And I don't mean like a Netflix break. I mean, like have a cup of tea. You would not believe how much hot tea I have consumed in the last week. Um, I always have coffee in the morning, but there's something about drinking too much coffee that's just a little upsetting for your stomach, makes you a little jittery. So if I want something warm, I'll have, and, and it's later in the day, I'll have some tea and I, I'll Get some nice tea bags, like not Lipton. Lipton's fine, but if you get some like really wonderful, flavorful teas, it becomes just so much enjoyable, so much more enjoyable. And there's something about that hot liquid going down your throat that to me makes me feel like, okay, maybe I'm keeping 
things away because I'm keeping myself hydrated and I'm keeping myself uh, just warm. Maybe it's a uh, <laughs> maybe it's like voodoo that I'm doing, but it has made me feel better, at least mentally. All right. Um, seek out some so- social connections. Obviously, probably not in person, but I've been, it's very, very easy to get consumed with what's going on at home, but I've reached out to some friends and family and have just checked in through Facebook. Um, I've been checking Facebook more than I usually do, just trying to keep like up to date on what's going on with people. Um, send a friend a text and just check in with them. Post a couple pictures on Instagram of what you're doing at home and and see the comments that you get. It's not normally what I would recommend for social connections. I'd say get away from the tech, but this is where we are right now. Which leads me to using technology as your as your friend. As much technology as you can use to work at home, keep your business going, have client contact, whatever you need, use technology. It's a very important at this time. Um, another thing is help others as much as you can. Nope, you can't probably go to the soup kitchen and um, ladle out some soup for someone, but you might be able to do, and I know money's tight, but maybe a small donation to some sort of COVID-19 charity or a charity completely unrelated, even if it's five or $10 can keep you just connected and make you feel better. And one thing that I always say to myself and to others all the time is drink more water. I have been drinking endless amounts of water. And I always have like a little um, thermos of water up in my bedroom. And I have a cup that I've just kept refilling over and over again, like nonstop drinking of water. Another tip is if you have some household to do things that you haven't been able to get to in the past because of a busy schedule, see if you can make it a family project. And so I've been trying my hardest to do those types of things. It mostly involves getting out of the old house and getting into the new house. So it's been a lot of at-home type projects. All right. Hopefully all of this will help you find calm within the chaos. Oh, you know what? In my notes, I wanted to give you the name of that book that I talked about earlier, The Lawyer, The Lion, and The Laundry, Three Hours to Finding Your Calm in the Chaos. And it is by Jamie Spanhake, S-P-A-N-N-H-A-K-E. Um, it's in the Attorney at Work bookstore, maybe Amazon, I'm guessing, because everything's on Amazon. Um, and I highly recommend this book. It's been a book that's been very helpful to me over the last couple of weeks. I'm just going to, I'm going to go back in time for a minute to talk about something that I noticed a month ago. I had two trips in February, which 
seems like a lifetime ago at this point. I went to New Orleans the first week in February for a few days for a conference. And then I went to LA for two days to be on the podcast, The Film Vault. And I flew out on both days on a Tuesday. For New Orleans, I came home on a Saturday. For um, LA, I just came home the next day. It was literally an overnight trip. But I noticed at that time, everyone was going everywhere. This was February. It's not spring break. People had their children. There was just everyone going everywhere. And now I feel like weird about it. Like it was almost like a weird foreshadowing. And I remember that on my way to New Orleans and on my way to LA, there was people next to me who just coughed the entire flight. And I took my, I I usually always wear this long sleeved um, black shirt when I fly. And I took the neck and I'm going to probably sound so paranoid, but I took the neck and just put it up over my mouth um, as like a mini little face mask. And just had like the weirdest, I don't know, as I look back now, it's just so odd. And I remember when I went um, to do the podcast in LA, and I had dinner with Brian Bishop, one of the co-hosts, and I was telling him that there was this person next to me that was coughing the whole time. And this was right when there was talk about coronavirus. Um, coming to the States. And I said, Oh, I probably have coronavirus. And we laughed. And now that just seems so quaint and a million miles away. So anyways, I don't know, I thought I'd share that it's just been something that's kind of been in my mind, because I remember thinking, why are these airports so packed? And where is everyone going? And now that's just all gone. A tip I will give you um, for that I, I never thought I would embrace, and I'm really, really embracing it, which is video conferencing. I've been using zoom.us. It's been coming up quite a bit in my other meetings. Next week, I'm doing a full-blown mediation on Zoom, and that's usually like such a no-no. Like, you never do a mediation on video conferencing or the phone because having people in person is what makes the mediation work. But we all need to do this and we can't get together. So we're going to make it work. I opened up my own account on Friday. It was very easy. As we speak, I'm using the free version, but I'm sure by this week, I will upgrade to the paid version, which I think is like, I can't remember what it is. It's not more than 200 for the for the whole year. And the free version, if you're just wanting to use it to like maybe get a hold of your mom in another state or whatever the case may be, um, you can do a free version where you can have less than three participants and your meetings have to be less than 40 minutes. I set up a meeting between myself and my daughter who was actually in the house with me, but I wanted to see how it worked with somebody who could show me how it was working on their end. And it was really easy. And I'm not good at these things. And it was easy. So I recommend it, you can use it. I mean, you know, a lot of us have um, iTunes. 
um, or I'm sorry, iPhones, which has FaceTime. But then a lot of times you have a friend that has like a Samsung and you can't do FaceTime. And then you try to do Snapchat and it doesn't work. So I recommend the Zoom for sure. I want to talk about uh, the weekend as well, like what to do on the weekend. I did take my Saturday walk yesterday. I was up at 5.30 and my daughter and my grandson woke up and my daughter said, can we tag along? And she bundled him up so cute. It was just adorable. And it was cold, but it was nice to be out. And we walked to Fry's and we were able to buy these teeny, teeny packages of toilet paper since you can't get toilet paper anywhere. We were actually able to get some bread and some baby formula and we were there early. It's sad. I mean, people were looking unhappy and worried as they shopped and, and just keeping a distance from other people. And then after we went to Fry's, she walked home with the baby and I continued on my walk and just explored the new surroundings a little bit. Um, another tip I'll give is order stuff online. This part might be too paranoid, but when the boxes come, we wipe them off with Clorox wipes and then wipe off the contents with Clorox wipes. I usually am a person who says, don't buy movies and books. You can get these from the library. Well, that's no more right now. So there was a book that I wanted and I was ordering, I ordered it from Amazon and then it was going to take over a month to get here. So I canceled it and I ordered it from Barnes and Noble and it was going to take two days. It ended up being a little bit more expensive, unfortunately, but I would rather pay a little bit more and get it. Also check online deals. If you need some household things, there's lots of coupon deals and free shipping. I just bought um, some baking pans from Williams-Sonoma and they were on sale and there was a coupon and there was free shipping. Of course, Amazon is helpful. A lot of things they're saying are sometime out, but a lot of things are, are coming within a few days. I needed hangers. Like when you start to unpack your clothes, you realize you don't have any hangers. So I ordered a box of hangers. I also ordered some other household stuff. I also ordered some specialty items for the house that just to make it seem like everything is a little bit more fun. Like make it feel like you're at a coffee shop a little bit. So I ordered my favorite coffee from New Orleans. I ordered it from PJ's. They had a coupon as well and they had free shipping and they had all their my favorite New Orleans flavors and they had them in K-cups and I can't wait for that to get here. I also ordered some things from Bobo's Nature Bars. They have um, like nature bars that have like three or four ingredients and limited sugar. So I got those. They haven't come yet, but they also had a coupon. I had talked about it a little bit earlier, but you can get brand new movies for $19.99. Here's my thought about it. It's probably not something I'm going to do twice a day, but maybe while all this is going on, maybe once or twice a week. If you think about going to the movies as a family, and if you went with five or six people, it's probably 50 bucks, and that's not even including the popcorn and drinks. So if you can get a brand new movie for 20, supply your own popcorn and drinks, there you go. Like you have a whole night out, but a night in, obviously. 
Another show, I've recommended this show in the past, but I'm going to recommend it again during this time if you haven't watched it. If you have not watched The Good Place, please watch The Good Place. It talks a lot about philosophy and the good that you do in life and is extremely funny. So please watch it. Another thing that I'll recommend is if you've if you've never done it before, or even if you have done it, do it again. Listen to the audio Harry Potter books. The guy who narrates them, it is the best narration ever, ever in the world. And when these books first came out, I was working a lot and I wasn't having time to read them. I had the books at home and I could read like two or three pages, then I had to go to bed. But with my job in the past, I spent a lot of time in the car driving from place to place. And I would check them out from the library and listen to the DVDs. And it got me through all the books. I've have enjoyed it so much. Um, I always thought that if at some point, if I was in the hospital for an extended period of time, I would listen to these books. Or if I was re if I get to a point where I'm retired, I would re-listen to these books again. They're just a delight and very much an escape from what's going on right now. Another thing I've have been hearing a lot about but have not done yet is online classes. I have heard that places like Harvard, like Harvard University, are offering online classes for free. I'd like to try this, but I'm still settling into the house and still running the business. But it's something that I have in mind as this continues. All right, I'm going to close for today. Next week, I may do my virtual vision to virtual visit to Canyon Ranch. Um, I was curious today if they were still up and running and I checked today and they were shut down. There's a lot of things that are making me very, very sad that they're shut down and scared about how things are going to come back, if at all. So I hate to end on a downer, but hang in there, hang in there, stay healthy. You can find this podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes under Florence Legally Brunette, the Bonafide Legal Podcast. You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram under Florence Legally Brunette. On Facebook under my personal page and my law office page, Law Office of Florence Bremer. You can find me on my website, bremerlaw.com. And we're also on Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your comments. I really appreciate it. Stay healthy and I will talk to you next week.